More trade rumors circulating about Simeon Varlamov. We have the latest, plus a look ahead to tonight's game at home against the Blue Jackets. And our Islanders' birthday of the day features a forward who was briefly an Islander and also played for the New York Rangers. All that and more coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody's having a great day and want to thank everyone for being a member of the Locked On Islanders family and for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and that includes YouTube, so please check us out there and subscribe. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. Trade rumors heating up concerning Islanders goaltender Simeon Varlamov. We have the latest on that. We will tell you exactly how the Islanders can go about beating the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight at the UBS Arena and we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and a lot more coming up on today's show. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email, the email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I am live tweeting tonight and during nearly every Islanders home and road game. I'll give you instant insight and analysis, and always great to interact with fans during games and really at any time, so please feel free to hit me up on Twitter during the game, and always great to interact with fans. All right, let's uh, let's sort of get down to brass tacks here. Rumors going around being uh, reported about trade interest in Islanders' backup goalie, Simeon Varlamov. Trade deadline now a week and a half away. Varlamov under contract this year, uh, and for the rest of this year and next year, he has a $5 million cap hit. And the team that allegedly was interested in uh, Varlamov, and this one makes total sense, uh, reported by Elliot Friedman up in Canada, was the Edmonton Oilers. And look, the uh, Oilers 
one of the more explosive offensive teams in the league, but goaltending and team defense, they have struggled throughout the season. But here's the deal. Uh, According to a tweet uh, by James Nichols, basically, Varlamov has 16 teams, that's a little more than half the rest of the league, uh, who he has said he will not go to in a trade. And one of those 16 teams on his no-trade list is apparently the Edmonton Oilers. So Varlamov reportedly saying that he would not waive the no-trade clause in order to go to Edmonton. So, look, at, at this point, I still think it makes sense for the Islanders to trade Varlamov. I like Varley. I think he's a useful goalie. I think he's still good enough to start uh, somewhere in this league. And, you know, you look at the numbers this year, a 2.90 goals against average, a 9.11 save percentage. You know, that's not typical Varlamov numbers, but you have to add in what he's been through this year. Started off missing training camp and the early part of the season because of injuries. Started to come back. Uh, Then the team was decimated by COVID. And then he was hurt again. And all of a sudden, and then Varley rather got COVID uh, when the team up in Calgary. And so, you know, this has not been a particularly easy year for Varley. And the Islanders, a team, have not given him a lot of support when it comes to uh, when when it comes to when he's in goal, they don't tend to score. And you know, even you know, Varlamov played against Colorado the other night, and you look at the box score, and oh yeah, well they scored four goals for him. Yeah, okay, maybe, but it was five one before they scored the last three goals, and you know that isn't quite the same. So, you know, to me. You have Ilya Sorokin. He's established as your number one goalie right now. Varlamov is on the wrong side of 30, but still toward the end of his prime. You trade him now at the trade deadline, you free up $5 million of cap space for next season. That gives you more money to bring in the puck-moving defensemen and goal scorers that this team so desperately needs to add. Then... You know, you, you you can bring in a much less expensive backup goalie. Whether or not you feel Jakub Skarik is ready next year or you bring in a veteran backup, you know, for one, one and a half, two million dollars uh, and let Sorokin play 55, 60 games a year. You know, that is also a possibility. But, you know, if it isn't Edmonton, there are other teams out there looking for goaltending. And, you know, the thing about the situation, the way it exists, Lou Lamorello and the Islanders don't have a lot of pressure. Someone makes you an offer that's really, really good for Varley, you trade him. And you take the cap relief, you take the draft pick or the prospects or uh, the, the, the player, depending on what's offered, you make the deal. If not... Let you could you could hold on to Varlamov till the draft and try to trade him then. 
You could try to trade him next year at the trade deadline. Uh, there are a lot of choices available out there. So, look, there's going to be a lot of rumors between now and the actual trade deadline. But, you know, this kind of thing, Edmonton, not where Varlamov wants to go. I, I hear that, but that doesn't mean there aren't other teams that he would waive the no-trade clause for or that aren't on his list of teams he would not play for. And as far as the Islanders are concerned, I think it would be better for the team to run from Varley, but only, and I reiterate this, only if the price is right. And, you know, you don't give up Varlamov for nothing. You don't give him up on the cheap. Uh, come trade deadline time, plenty of bubble teams, teams that need improved goaltending, and maybe, just maybe, they're willing to pay or even slightly overpay to get a quality netminder like Simeon Varlamov. So we'll see how this one sort of breaks down and goes forward from here. But for the New York Islanders, these rumors are out there, and we have to see uh, how they play out over the course of the next few weeks. We will have it for you every day. We're here every Monday through Friday, so make sure you stay with us, and we will have some very special coverage on the trade deadline day, and we'll fill you in on that when we get closer to the date. We've got a lot more to get to. What are the keys to beating the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight? We'll talk about that, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a whole lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. 7.30 at the UBS Arena, Islanders and the Columbus Blue Jackets. You look at the standings, Islanders right now, nine points behind the Blue Jackets for uh, fifth place in the Metropolitan Division. Islanders have four games in hand. I don't have any real illusions left about this team making the playoffs, but it would be nice to pass Columbus and take over fifth place. You want to do that? You know, this game, pretty much, you got to win it. Uh, You win this in regulation, and you're back within the uh, number of points you can get on the games in hand. Uh, You win this in regulation, you're within seven points. You lose this in regulation, you're behind 11 points, and that's really tough to make up, even in the 28 games that would be left on the schedule. Columbus, a team that has struggled with their goals against 
for most of the season. And the health of their goaltenders have been a part of it. But overall, they have struggled as a team defensively. They're 10th in the league at goal scored. They've got some quality goal scorers. But they're 28th in the league in goals against. And, you know, they recently had so many goalies either ill or injured that they called up J.F. Barube, a name that may be familiar to Islander fans with a long memory, uh, who played four games for them and actually won three out of the four. But Elvis uh, Merzlikens is their starting goaltender. But listen to these numbers. You know, he's 19-15-3 and three on the season, but a 3.47 goals against average and a 9.02 save percentage. Think about that. And he's making 90% of his saves, but still giving up nearly three and a half goals a game. That tells you that the Blue Jackets, as a team, are just giving up too many shots. Columbus has now lost three in a row, all of them by one goal, uh, and all of them at home. They lost to LA 4-3, to Boston 5-4, to and then Toronto 5-4. to this is a one-game road trip. They haven't played since uh, Sunday, and we'll see what they're able to do now off their pretty big amount of rest. Boone Jenner leads the team with 23 goals and 44 points. Patrick Lane, 22 goals. Oliver Bjorkstrand with 20. They're both right on Jenner's heels. As far as assists, Jakob Voracek, 40 assists but just three goals this year, but 40 assists by far leading the team, and 16 of those 40 assists for Voracek have come on the power play. Boone Jenner, their most dangerous power play shooter, he has eight power play goals, followed by Bjorkstrand with five. On special teams, the power play 23rd in the league, the penalty kill 16th. You would sort of expect those two to be flip-flopped, but here... What the Islanders need to do, uh, well, we'll talk about that in just a minute, but looking at the line combinations, Boone Jenner, Gustav Nyquist, and Patrick Lane are the top line. Jack uh, Roslovich centers Voracek and Bjorkstrand on the second line. Cole Sillinger, the son of, form, uh, of a former Islander, as a matter of fact, uh, centers Max Domi and Justin Danforth on the fourth line, and then a uh, third line, rather, and on the fourth line, Sean Curley is the center with Eric Robinson to his left and Igor uh, uh, Chino- Chinikov, excuse me, on his right. Now, Robinson is sort of battling some injuries and maybe a game-time decision. On the blue line, Andrew Peak and Zach Wierenski are the top pair. Vladislav Gavrikov and Dean Kukin are the second pairing, and Gabriel Carlson and Jack Bean are the third pair. In goal right now, you've got Elvis Merzlikens and Eunice Corposalo. Those are the starting two. Injury-wise, Eric Robinson on the IR, Alexander Texier on the IR, as is Adam Boomquist and Daniil Tarasov. So those are the injuries, but again, uh, keep your eye out. Uh, regarding Eric Robinson and whether or not he is able to be back, he is considered day-to-day. So the keys for the Islanders, you got to take advantage of the Blue Jackets' weak defense. You have got to find a way to, uh, you know, this is, and, and I'll, I'll add, add to it this way. 
assuming Matthew Barzal does not come back and we don't have any new news about his imminent return, this is the kind of game that Barzi would excel at because the Blue Jackets will chase him and he'll create space and time, but the Islanders most likely not going to have Barzi tonight against Columbus and we'll tweet something out if that does indeed change. But, you know, getting some speed through the neutral zone, I look for uh, the Islanders to try to skate and to try to, uh, you know, move the puck. To me, Noah Dobson should be a big part of this attack. And you may see opportunities for guys like Sebastian Ajo. Maybe Zidane Chara comes back. We mentioned he has returned to practice. But guys like if Ajo plays... Uh, if Scotty Mayfield even to uh, you know be the trailer to join the rush at the right time and create opportunities that will pressure the mediocre defense of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And on the flip side, the Islanders have to go back to what they did two games ago when they played so well. You know, against Colorado, they really struggled and quality scoring chances, let alone the forty nine scoring chances. Uh, If you're the Islanders, you don't want to go back to what happened against against Colorado. You want to go back and play the way you did against St. Louis, where you kept St. Louis to the perimeter and slowed them down in the neutral zone. You do that to Columbus, and then you can take advantage of their defense and their inconsistent goaltending, and that is the way you can really get yourself into a position to win the hockey game. Anders Lee has been hot as of late. Obviously, Noah Dobson has been hot as of late. Brock Nelson, Mr. Consistency, been playing pretty well also. And I'll say this, Kyle Palmieri, who was horrid, at least production-wise, in his first 29 games, he's also been playing better in uh, recent weeks, ever since he came back from uh, paternity leave. Now, you know, in his last 11 games, six goals for Kyle Palmieri. That's more of the pace the Islanders need from him. So we'll see uh, if the Islanders can get enough offense in a game like this in order to beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. You don't want to play a shootout kind of a game tonight. If if this is an end-to-end rush after rush kind of a game, it will not benefit the Islanders. That's the kind of hockey the Blue Jackets excel at. But if the Islanders can slow it down and the Islanders can keep the Blue Jackets on the perimeter and then take advantage of Columbus's shaky defense, that is the formula for victory. We have got more to discuss on this episode of the show. Our Islanders birthday of the day coming up next. It's a player who played for both the Rangers and the Islanders, a native of Finland who was an Islander in the very late 80s. Let's see if you can guess who it is. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And Friday will be the 58th birthday for former Islanders forward Ramo Helmanen. Helmanen, a Finnish native, originally drafted by the Rangers in the second round back in 1984, made his 
NHL debut with the Rangers in 85-86, moved on to the Minnesota North Stars in 86-87, and then after a year back in Europe, joined the Islanders for the 88-89 season, split the year between the Islanders' AHL affiliate in Springfield and playing for the Islanders. 24 games as an Islander, one goal, 12 points. Uh, And then after that, he headed back to Sweden and Finland, where he continued to play hockey all the way through the 2007-2008 season, and then actually went on to coach both as an assistant and as a pro in Finland for his former team. So we're going to go back and look at one of Ramo Hellman's better games with the Islanders. This guy could skate. He was a good passer, and he could skate well and create plays. We take you back to December 17, 1988, the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Islanders taking on the New Jersey Devils. Sean Burke getting the start in goal for New Jersey, while Billy Smith, toward the end of his career, but still going for the Islanders at that point. And it was the Devils getting on the board first. Mark Johnson, his eighth from Tommy Albaline and George McPhee at 4.03. That made it one to nothing in favor of the Devils. Then Mick Vakoda and Perry Anderson dropped the gloves just a few seconds after that goal. And the Islanders later in the period, managed to tie it. Kirk Muller was off for interference. Islander power play, Miko Makala. With his eighth of the year, Tomas Janssen, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Raymo Hellmanen, with the assists at 13:36. Isles and Devils deadlocked 1-1 after one period. In the second, the Islanders' power play goes at it again. This time with George McPhee off for high sticking Brent Sutter, his ninth from David Volok and Raymo Helmanen, our Islanders' birthday of the day, at 6.33. Islanders up 2-1. to one. one minute and one second later, Volok, his tenth from Brent Sutter at 7.34. to 3-1 Isles, and then Brian Trottier, his ninth from Richard Crom at 14.07. After two periods, it was 4-1 to one Islanders, And it all looked like things were going swimmingly. Well, in the third, the Islanders' power play striking one more time midway through the period. Ken Danico off for roughing. Reed Larson gets his third for the Islanders. Tomas Janssen and Ramo Hellman in our Islanders' birthday of the day with the assists at 10.05. Pat Verbeek scores a later goal for the Devils. Tommy Albaline with the only assist. Final score in this fight-filled contest, Islanders 5. And the Devils, two for Billy Smith, a strong performance, 25 saves. Islanders out shooting New Jersey 31-27. to Sean Burke giving up the first four goals before Chris Terreri gave up that one goal in the third period. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ramo Hellmanen, three assists in this game. Did not register a shot on goal, but... A pretty passer, and certainly his three assists, a big reason why the Islanders were able to win this game. So again, we are a day early, but Friday will be the 
58th birthday of former Islanders forward Ramo Helmanen. He is our Islanders birthday of the day. Should be a good game tonight. I, I, you know, this is the kind of team that the Islanders are battling again for fifth place. And, you know, you want to keep moving forward. You want to keep making progress. And wins like this is kind of a big way that you can do it. And we will be back tomorrow with our key takeaways and a full preview of all of this weekend's games. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.